Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Well, it's a pleasure to have on our program uh, with a very important topic. We have Rosemary Britz, the executive director of Sickle Cell Association. And let's go to the lines and say good afternoon, Brittany. Good afternoon. It's nice to talk to you. You know, we hear about sickle cell disease, and uh, I don't think people really understand it or know what exactly it's about, and we're going to learn that from you today as you can share some facts about sickle cell disease that affects more people than we realize, doesn't it? Absolutely. There are about 100,000 individuals in the U.S. that are living with sickle cell disease. You yourself, I think, have a connection to it. Did you have somebody in your family? Yes, I did, and I'm so happy to be here today uh, partnering with Women in Government to bring sickle cell awareness. And I received um, my natural passion for sickle cell disease and awareness in the community because I gave birth to a daughter that was uh, born with sickle cell disease. I did not know that I carried the gene and didn't know to ask my partner about his status at the time. And uh, she started having complications, and that prompted me to take her to the doctor for some additional testing, which resulted in her being diagnosed with having sickle cell disease. Uh, She was able to live a pretty much normal life, going to school and doing the things that a young person does. But she did have to receive regular blood transfusions about every four to six weeks. Uh, She got about eight bags of blood to help her to have less sickle blood, more whole blood, so that it would save off some of the pain and other complications that were related to having this disease. Are there people that uh, have uh, the gene all their lives and never get any symptoms from it? Yes, you can carry sickle cell trait or one copy of the gene and potentially not have any complications. It normally does not result in complications like the disease itself does. So some people may be living with that gene and not know it. So this is, uh, from what we've heard, uh, that it just happens with African-American people? So it's long been thought to be a disease of those of African descent or um, a black disease, but it actually originated or or was discovered in the warmer climate, uh, like around the equator, where malaria was highly present. And so that would include Africa, but also um, Latin America, Asia, um, some of the Mediterranean countries. And so there are people of almost any race that could be affected by sickle cell. So we wouldn't want to just consider it based on someone's skin color mm-hmm. that they would need to actually be tested and know whether they have the gene. So what are some of the uh, complications when somebody has a sickle cell disease? Can people live uh, to the same amount of years the average person does uh, with that disease? And they may have a shortened lifespan because of some of the um, issues with sickle cell. But one of the first things that a parent may notice is something called dactylitis, which is 
swelling of the hands and feet of their small baby. And the baby is not normally able to talk at that time to tell you what's happening, but you can generally visually see this swelling in the hands and feet from the blood cells being stuck in the blood vessels. Um, the most common complication of sickle cell would be pain itself. And that is because the blood cells, these crescent-shaped cells, get stuck in the blood vessels. These cells are hard and sticky, unlike your normal red blood cells that are soft and round and go through the blood vessels easily. So when these cells get stuck in the blood vessels, it cuts off oxygen and blood flow, and that results in pain. Uh, it can also cause damage to organs, and over time, that can shorten a person's lifespan. So that's where that, that shortened mm -hmm. um, time would, would occur. Uh, anemia is another complication, and that is because these sickle cells break down much more quickly than your normal red blood cells. And that is what results in someone having anemia. Um, if these blood cells get stuck in the brain, that can cause a stroke. So there are a lot of different complications that can result from having sickle cell disease. So, Rosemary, uh, some layman's questions. I mean, can you get sickle cell from a blood transfusion? No, you actually have to be born with sickle cell disease. Like mm -hmm. I said, you inherited from your parents. So you wouldn't catch it later or it wouldn't develop later. Um, sometimes people say, well, I have sickle cell disease. I didn't have any complications as a child, but I started to have issues when I got older or vice versa. They, they may have been very sickly as a child and then not experienced so much in their older years, but you wouldn't. Uh, catch it later. You, you can't catch it from a person or from blood mm -hmm. transfusion. You're actually born with it. So how long ago did um, the scientists discover this disease? Uh, have we known about it very long? Yes, yeah, so it's been around or known about for over a hundred years. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just more research, more education, more awareness is being brought to it so that people are aware of what this disease is, how it comes about, and um, what what we can do. Well, this is an important question. I mean, they obviously have a blood test to prove you have sickle cell disease, correctly? That is correct. It's the hemoglobin electrophoresis is the test that you want to get to find out if you have sickle cell trait or sickle cell disease and what type of gene you have, uh, currently they test every baby at birth. And so the parent is notified if the child is a gene carrier or if they actually have disease. Um, if they're a gene carrier, they'll generally tell you that, that there shouldn't be any complications, um, nothing to really worry about. Um, if they have the actual disease, it's important for them to start treatment, get in with a doctor as soon as possible. So obviously it's very important to diagnose it at, a, at the beginning, uh, which leads me to uh, what can they do when they find out you have sickle cell to give you more wellness in your life and uh, improve your health? Um, is there any cure? Yes, so um, currently there's not a universal cure. There is a lot of research that's going on, 
it is important that individuals are tested and know their, their status early. If they have disease, they want to start getting treatment early in order to live um, the best, longest life that they can. And that is by getting proper rest, seeing the doctor regularly, following the treatment plan for them, and making sure that they stay hydrated. Uh, it is also important that they receive the, any vaccination that is suggested by their doctor. So it would affect through their life their immune system, so they would be more apt to get the vaccinations to protect themselves? Yes, it, that's correct. They're highly susceptible to infections and that, so it's important to stay up on any vaccinations mm-hmm. and um, things like rest to help to strengthen the immune system and keep away some of those bad things. Um, this is an important interview, and you're, I know you're doing a lot of these, and it's it's very important. So do they have, uh, if you're diagnosed with sickle cell disease, do they have certain medicines that you would take to uh, some good treatments you, you could tell us about? Yes, yeah, so there's about four medications that are on the market currently for sickle cell, and the doctors would prescribe those as appropriate for each individual patient. Uh, Also, they may receive pain medications to help with some of the pain that I told you about earlier. And then blood transfusions would be another common treatment for individuals with sickle cell. And that, again, is to help infuse the person with more whole blood that lasts longer than them having the sickle cells in their body. That's interesting and, and very difficult to understand. You would have blood transfusions even though you're not losing blood with the sickle cell? Well, the sickle cells break down more quickly. So about every 14 to 15 mm-hmm. days, the, the sickle cells break down. Uh, a whole red blood cell, uh, a, a normal red blood cell, will last for about 120 days. So in essence, you are kind of... Um, breaking down or losing that blood, um, but it's because of its breakdown, not that it's actually bleeding out. And when you receive these transfusions of whole blood, it's helping to put more of that healthy blood in you as opposed to the sickle Mm -hmm. cell. Rosemary Britz is with us for a few more minutes here, Executive Director of Sickle Cell Association. An estimated 100,000 people in the U.S. have sickle cell disease, and many don't even know it. Rosemary is the executive director of Sickle Cell Association, sharing uh, her story and uh, telling you a little a little bit about this disease that we've heard about, but a lot of people don't know about it, and um, it's time that we got a good lesson here from uh, Rosemary. So the average diagnosis is made at birth, and every uh, young baby um, gets tested. Is that correct? That's correct. Um, every baby is now tested in across the United States. So each of the states came on doing this testing at different um, periods, different times. But now every state across the United States tests the babies at birth so that if they are diagnosed with the disease, they can begin treatment early on because the disease was considered to be a childhood disease, meaning that mm-hmm. a child would not live into those adolescent years or their adult years. 
But now that more research and knowledge has come about, they're able to start treatments that would allow the child to live on longer. But they do need to start those treatments early. So if you have a sickle cell disease and uh, you don't want to give yourself the best shot, what are some of the things you should never, ever do? You mentioned get a, getting more rest is, is very uh possibly a good help for it. Are there certain things you shouldn't eat? Does diet have anything to do with it? Well, um, I I don't know that there's anything that you should never, ever do, but uh, it is important. Diet is important just like it would be for anyone Mm -hmm. else, um, watching the things that you eat in order to help you to live that that most healthy lifestyle. Um, Regular exercise, rest, hydration, all of those things, which is why it's important that someone see a sickle cell specialist regularly so that they will know which things to do, how much exercise, um, are there foods that uh, I should avoid based on my body type, and that kind of thing. Um, so the physicians would help them to determine those things, but just your basic uh, good diet, exercise, rest, hydration would be um, would prompt uh, the best lifestyle. So is it easy to find somebody who's an expert on that subject where, where you live, like uh, sickle cell disease? Uh, you know, I've heard, never heard the doctors talk about it too much, and that's why I definitely wanted to have you on the show today, but is it hard to find somebody who uh, is on top of that? So there may not be sickle cell specialists like a, a hematologist that specializes in sickle cell located in every city so you may have to travel out a little distance but you definitely want to have a primary care physician that can um, look over you as well as to help direct you to a hematologist in your area Um, you can also um, find information using the internet or contacting a sickle cell organization in your area. So um, although there may not be one in your block, there would be a sickle cell center within your state Mm -hmm. or your uh, somewhere in a close So every primary doctor who's worth their salt should uh, be up on sickle cell disease. It's something they should be very familiar with? They would be familiar enough that they could refer you out to Mm -hmm. someone that specializes in it. So I don't expect any person to know everything, but every physician should have heard of sickle cell at this point and then also know that it's important to get them into a specialist or for them to connect with a specialist so that they can provide the best treatment for their patients. So this affects uh, basically uh, Latinos and African-American people. So it can affect almost any race because of where it came from. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it wouldn't necessarily just be um, African-Americans or Latinos. It could be someone of a different descent. So it's important that everyone know their status, um, check with their doctor for the hemoglobin electrophoresis to know. And how is your baby doing? Unfortunately, she passed away four years ago at the age of 29, Um, but she was able to live um, a life as any other child and and doing the things that she was doing. She went to college 
and all of that, preparing for uh, a long, healthy life. But unfortunately, she no longer. I'm very sorry to hear that. Was was that primarily because of the sickle cell? Um, she was. She did go to the ER because she was in a sickle cell pain crisis at mm-hmm. the time. Yes. Yeah. So obviously, you're dedicating a lot of your life to get the word around. Um, tell me uh, how you're doing that. You're doing a lot of interviews. Absolutely. Um, we try to bring as much awareness in the community so that people are aware of their possibility of giving birth to a child with a disease or how they would manage if they did give birth to a child with a disease. So mm-hmm. we do everything from walks to galas to um, speaking engagements in order to help to get that word out and then providing support to those families that are dealing with sickle cell. Okay, one very important thing, uh, Rosemary, and that is uh, how can we get more information about it so people can have it on hand and study it? Sure. So, again, I'm, I'm glad to be partnering with Women in Government to bring sickle cell awareness today, and you can visit womeningovernment.org to find more information. Womeningovernment.org. Well, that's easy to that's do. Correct. Well, I thank you so much for being with me. I, I, you know, it's unfortunately many of us have heard about this, but uh, really had, did not have any background of it. Uh, we thought it's just something that some people live with. And uh, so thank you for the clarification and for spreading the word, and we'll continue to do that for you. Thank you for having me. All right, Rosemary. Have a great day. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Rosemary Britt's Executive Director, Sickle Cell Association.